0: Welcome to the Impact Leadership Podcast brought to you by Cartavera, the leadership development ecosystem that helps you grow your people, grow your business, and grow your life. Today is yet another special edition of the podcast. We have our special guest, Mark LeBlanc, back with us. This is a coronavirus special episode. As some of you may have heard already, we had Mark just a couple of days ago. And Mark, frankly, was epically amazing in the ideas he shared under that program, which was called Staying in Gear. There were so many good things, so rich, that we decided we needed to get Mark back. And in fact, he is back with us today. And the title of the episode today is Creativity in the Valley. And the one valley we're all talking about and thinking about today is the coronavirus pandemic. But Mark's going to talk today about ways to look at your business differently in this time. So not only you can survive it, but you can thrive in it. And Mark's going to answer this question for us. What is the key approach or mindset or tactic we need to use when we're navigating a valley such as we are today? And he's going to answer that question with this word, creativity creativity and innovation. And Mark's going to talk with us today about the ways that in the past after 9-11, at the beginning of the financial crisis in 2008, how he got creative and brought new things to the market and how that not only helped him survive, but gave him in those two periods, two of the best six-month periods in his 38 years in business. So strap yourself in, get ready for some great wisdom from Mark LeBlanc, who's going to show us the way and also going to share with you the million dollar question that we all need to ask ourselves all the time and especially during this time. Get ready to be inspired and actionized by my friend, Mark LeBlanc. Mark, thank you so much for being back with us today. Uh, we are honored again to have you with us. Those of you who haven't heard the other podcast, Mark is a friend of mine, a mentor, a coach of mine for a time, uh, a fellow pilgrim, having walked the Camino de Santiago in Spain three complete times. That's 500 miles each time across northern Spain. And Mark is the author of four business books, including Growing Your Business. Building Your Consulting Practice, Defining You and Never Be the Same. And amazingly, Mark wrote and published Growing Your Business over 20 years ago, and he is still having great demand for that book. Mark's also the past president of the National Speakers Association. Uh, Mark created a foundation for young entrepreneurs that's given out, I believe, 16 $3,000 grants to kids with a dream to help them grow their own business. Mark's also created something called the Achiever Circle Anti Boot Camp, which we're going to talk about in this episode, which has certainly stood the test of time. And this spring, he's going to conduct his 150th business retreat. Craig and I are excited to have Mark back with us today. So grateful that he came back to give us more of his time and more of his wisdom. I I do have to say this, Mark, and this is a form of pressure and admiration that, yeah, obviously grateful for you to come back on, but last week in our webinars, your name came up so often of what we were sharing with people and saying, hey, you know, this, we're going to have this out there too, because there were so many things you shared that were directly applicable to what was coming up for folks, and we shared Mm -hmm. on the webinar, so... Mm -hmm. That is pressure, but it's <laughs> gratitude and, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm at your service.
0: So, Mark, thanks for being back with us. You know, the other day, it was so amazing the things you shared about sales and business development, and you made a reference to how important it is to be creative, especially in times like this, what you referred to as a valley. And you've been through a number of valleys during your 38-year business career, and the thing we want to talk about today is creativity and how to approach an uncertain time like we're in right now, how to look at your business, whether you're in the leadership role, in the sales or business development role, and it's all about being creative and innovative. So Mark, I know you've, you've referenced being creative and you've referenced being creative in times of, we call it the valley, yeah. So what are some things very specifically over the years that you've gone to or created in those unique times that have really served you more importantly, the people that you serve. Well,
2: thank you. And I, I think the setup for this, I, I call it the million dollar question. And the million dollar question is what specifically do you want to sell more of? <laughs> <laughs> If we were to share or talk about our favorite restaurant, whether it's a dive, a a diner, a drive-in, fine dining establishment, in most cases, they have a signature dish something. My favorite restaurant in the world is Murray's in downtown Minneapolis. And if you come to Minneapolis, Craig or Jeff, I'm gonna take you to Murray's for their silver butter knife steak.
0: Okay. I was there with you, Mark. Isn't that where we went for dinner? Yeah, I know, but I was inviting you back. <laughs>
2: ah, well, I'm always up for a return. <laughs> um, when they open. And if you are a beef eater, um, it's one of the finest pieces of meat you'll ever you'll ever put in your mouth. But they have built their brand over 75 years on their anchor signature dish, um, the silver butter knife steak most people have a hard time answering that question because no. it's like they love all their, everything on their menu. Yes. And they just love people and, and they're just looking to be a solutions provider in 2008 and in around 9, 11 and in 2000 and This can happen in a valley, or it can just simply happen if you're feeling stuck or stalled out or stagnant with your current menu of programs, products, presentations, and services. But identify a signature product or or service or create something new. When we create something new, it gives us new energy to uh, go meet and make new contacts and it also gives us a reason to go back to our past clients, uh, excited about something new uh, that we have to offer that could uh, make a difference uh, in their particular world. In 2000, I created a, what I call the Anti-Boot Camp Business Retreat called the <laughs> Circle. And um, it's somewhat unique. It actually, t- even though I was excited about it, it took me a while to really see the sh- the power of my business retreat. Hmm. And next week, I happen to be delivering my one hundred and fiftieth a weekend business retreat called the Achiever Circle, and we're going to do April and May virtually. Uh, right around nine eleven, I created a higher end coaching business coaching program called the, whatever it takes a coaching relationship. And it became, it was a three year coaching relationship and I was scared. I thought, well, gosh, sometimes it's hard to get people to commit to one year, but I, I really stepped back and took about three hours to craft a coaching relationship that I thought would have significant value. Yeah. I got excited about it. I picked up 53 new coaching clients for a three-year coaching program from August of 2001 through December of 2001. Wow, that's fantastic, Mark. I booked more business in that five-month period than in any other period of my career. Wow. Fast forward to 2008 and the, the economic uh, meltdown of 2008, I began to think what will meet the best of what my clients and, and customers need and want. And I thought, I have, I have a deep well of past coaching clients. What would serve them best now? And I thought, well, I mean, I just began to tinker, to play with this idea. And I thought, I wonder, I wonder if there would be a need or a desire to still be
0: connected to me,
2: but maybe not so much.
0: <laughs> well, there's that love-hate relationship. Yeah, uh, you yeah. contrarian,
2: you. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I, I created what what became known as our signature thirty thirty coaching relationship, and it was essentially having a thirty minute conversation every thirty days. Huh and in between those uh coaching sessions if somebody had a question a comment wanted me to look at something you know they could text me call me email me and then if there was an issue or obstacle throughout the year that required an additional meeting they could just tack on a 90-minute coaching session Um, but just that foundational 30 minutes every 30 days Hmm. But here's the reality, and it's the reality for almost everyone in the services world. No matter how broad your menu is or how many different ways you can be of service, your clients only see you for how you helped them in the past. Right. If they spent $10,000 with me three years ago or $5,000 or $20,000, that's the only way they see me. And so they, what I discovered is that they might want to be in a coaching relationship with me, but they didn't have $20,000 or they didn't have $5,000, but then they were afraid to call me. Hmm. And so when I created the 3030 program and I made a list of 22 of my favorite sector three past clients, and I made 22 storm starter calls. Now, in uh, in two thousand eight, I didn't have this language,
1: <laughs> um,
2: so that evolved over time. But i i made twenty I made a list of twenty two favorite past clients. Called them up and said, "Hey, this is Mark. You know, I, I can't. Be- I blinked, and you know, seven years went by. Or I blinked. You know, I can't believe it's been two years since we last worked together." I've created this new thing. And it's a little bit of creativity, it's a little bit of accountability, it's a little bit of strategy, but it's simply meeting with me for 30 minutes every 30 days. And in between, if you've got a question, call me, text me, you want something to have something for me to look at, just send me an email and I'll glance at it. And when I started out, I created what I, I called a no-brainer fee. And out of 22 telephone calls, I re engaged 20 clients. Wow. In this 30 30 coaching relationship. I guarantee your excitement about creating that new product was part of what helped sell that. It was huge. It started with, again, a no brainer fee. After I sold four or five or six of them, in fact, my past clients said, Well, Mark, why wouldn't I do this? <laughs> and now, I wanted to say, because you'd be an idiot.
0: Um, <laughs> I said you said because you're a loser if you don't. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. Um, so, so that, you know, all of a sudden it's like we, we try something and we tinker with it and we, we trust our intuition. And so I, I have something called the 20% bump. Most of the time as service providers of any type of service, we undercharge and over deliver. Mm. And there's a Grand Canyon gap there. And so Uh most most professionals can raise their fees 20%. After I booked four, five, six re-engaged coaching clients, I bumped the fee 20%. I sold four, five, six more, bumped it again. Uh, 20%. Um, I sold another 10, I think. And and now I've settled in on what I call a Goldilocks fee. It's not too high. It's not too low. It's just right.
1: Now, would you have expected where that has landed for you? And I'm not going to ask you the number, but when you when you landed on that, was it because of the trial and error or was it something that you said, you know, I think this is the number. In the beginning, it was, uh, again,
2: my confidence was low. Yeah. Okay. Your confidence is always going to be low when you're creating something. It's like, is anybody going to like this? Is anybody going to be interested in this? And my basic sales philosophy is you only have to sell one. Mm. If you can sell one, you can sell another one. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Wow. Wow. uh, You're bringing the wisdom, Mark. Well, and, and, and so this idea of creating something new a new program, a new product, a new presentation, a new service, shining a light on it, getting excited about it, meeting and making new prospects, bringing it to your past clients. But I, I, again, I'm always driven by the, the simple question what will meet the best of what my uh, clients need and want? Yeah. And this was the bomb. Okay. So I'm going to go behind the curtain for your, for your listeners only. Okay. Bring it. Um, just as an example, um, because, uh, everybody thinks that I would naturally want to sell the, whatever it takes, coaching relationship, right? That's a bit, that's a bigger fee. Um, that's the silver butter knife steak. That's the, that's the creme de la creme. And, it, and it, it's, a great, it's a great option for somebody who needs it. Mm-hmm. But here's the truth behind the curtain. My 30-30 coaching relationship is my most profitable sale.
1: Wow. A lot less time commitment. They feel like they have access to you. And it's probably a a longer term and easier to bite. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Good point. I love this Mark. A quick pause to hear from our sponsors. The Impact Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Cardevera. Cardevera is a leadership development ecosystem with training, coaching, resources, events, and a community to help you grow. At Cartavera, we believe that you can't grow a business bigger than you, that your company is limited by your growth. We blend personal growth with leadership, team, and business growth to give you a single place to grow your people, grow your business, and grow your life. The Cartavera Tribe is a membership program like nothing else you've seen. In addition to training and resources, you'll also have access to Craig and Jeff, as well as masterminds, coaching, implementation plans, game days that challenge your thinking and accelerate your growth, and a personal growth Sherpa who will be your guide on the side to help you achieve your biggest goals. You can find out more at Cartavera.com. That's C-A-R-D-I-V-E-R-A.com or Just click the link in the show notes.
0: You know, one thing you you didn't touch on and you talked about, you mentioned the achiever circle and there's a lot to that. And, but I really want to focus on with this question mark is, you did something and still do it very unique in terms of pricing. Oh yeah. Can you share that? Because that is just, it's not contrarian because you're not a contrarian. (laughs) But it is different.
2: It it, it is different.
0: And in the
2: late 90s, there were a number of very smart, brilliant, uh, at the time, mostly men. Today, there are a number of uh, uh, leading female uh, business mentors and advisors. But they were putting together uh, what I uh, felt were expensive boot camps. Mm. And they were ten thousand dollars, and we're going to work from eight in the morning till midnight, three days in a row, and we're going to throw the book at you. You're not even going to be able to sleep, and your head's going to be spinning. And it's only ten thousand um, dollars. And they were usually standing in front of a of a uh, uh, what's what's the big car. Uh, a Bugatti or a a Lamborghini Lamborghini or something. And they were in front of the Eiffel tower. I always wanted to create a marketing piece with my foot up on a Pinto (laughs) (laughs) or a Yugo (laughs) in in front of the fertile Minnesota water tower where where I grew up. Um, but, but those expensive boot camps didn't resonate with me, and so I was inspired by a legend in our world. His name is Joel Weldon, who uh, is known for, "When everybody is going one way, go the other way." And I began to play with uh, what would the anti-boot camp look like? And I sat down one day, a course of about three hours I'm sorry, can you repeat that? we had a blip in the audio okay um i began to think about what might uh, the anti-boot camp look like and one day i sat down and in the course of about three hours um just went the opposite and i crafted a, a business retreat that i now call the achiever circle and it starts at three o'clock on a friday afternoon and ends at noon on sunday and we work for three hours on Friday, free night, Friday night, three hours on Saturday, nine to noon, uh, three hour break. And then we work from 90 minutes from three o'clock until 430 on Saturday afternoon, 90 minute break, six o'clock dinner. Sunday morning, we come back from uh, nine to noon. Mm. And I thought, okay, this is cool. (laughs) Now, what could I charge for that? Mm. And nothing felt right. Hmm. So I thought, okay, um, what if somebody who wanted to come just paid a small deposit and the deposit is $200 and it includes all of our tools and books and uh, Tools and templates that we share. But then at the end of the weekend, they write a check or put an amount on a credit card for whatever they felt the value of the weekend was, combined with what they could afford Hmm. to pay. Now, every single person who's ever come to one of my 149 Achiever circles was uncomfortable. but they set aside that uncomfortability and either trusted me or trusted themselves and the right answer, the right number surfaced or revealed itself. Now you gotta, you gotta stop and think I would not be doing number 150 (laughs) if it didn't work. Right. And so this gives an opportunity for somebody who, who maybe is not in a good position financially or is in a valley or is having a crisis of confidence, or maybe they're doing well, but they're stuck and they can't quite figure out or defi- even define what that next level means to them. And all of a sudden I've created an opportunity for 12 full-time or up to 12 full-time fully engaged independent professionals to come and experience what I, what quite frankly, I, is, is an extreme mm. business development, uh, experience. Mm. And Fantastic. I, I feel strongly that the achiever circle is my life's work. Mm. Wow. And my goal is to get to number 200.
0: Mm. Uh, well, Mark, I think there the one other question that comes to me about this, a lot of people listening could say, well, you know, think of all the excuses they can't, but the one thing they might believe is, well, he got lucky and he probably filled these up every time. So how did it start in terms of people coming?
2: <laughs> right. Well, okay, this has always been a bit of my joke. Um, but but it has it has, you know, come back to to bite me. Um, I have, I have built, I'll say my little empire, you know, my, my oxymoron, my little empire, um, on the mantra where two or three are gathered in the name of growing their business. By God, I want to be there. (laughs) Mm. When I sketched out the achiever circle, I had access to a conference room with a boardroom table and eight chairs. And so when I was when I was creating this, I went into this boardroom and I thought, okay, if I'm standing here in the front, uh, three people on each side, one at the end. Okay, the achiever circle up to seven people. If I only get six, I'll get rid of that chair. I'll have three, a little more elbow room for everybody. If I have five people, two on each side, one at the other. If I have four. <laughs> Um, if I end up with three people, one on each side of the boardroom table and one at the end. And I've had, I think, four achiever circles with two or three full time. Wow. And w- what a gift. <laughs> <laughs> because we could we could zero in on what would meet the best of what those two or three people hmm. uh, need and want. I have never once canceled uh, a weekend and and part of the seed of how this um, came about was I uh, one time um, I was living in Minneapolis, I moved to La Jolla California the uh, uh, an association in Minnesota asked me for a donation for their annual fundraiser, and I donated a weekend with me <laughs> And I said, I will cover the airfare, I'll cover the hotel, I'll cover meals and incidental expenses if somebody will make a a decent uh, contribution to this uh, auction. One, uh, I mean the person who won it flew out to La Jolla and we had the most amazing (laughs)
0: business
2: development, a focus group of one. Wow. And after that, I began to think, "Oh my gosh, this this could be amazing if I had four, five, six people." And after I did about thirty weekends, um, my slow learner. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm a fast learner, Craig. I'm a slow doer. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, What? As my confidence began to grow, I found a larger room and I expanded it to up to twelve people okay and uh, that 's where we currently stand
1: so I know a lot of people are probably wondering, have you ever had any events that did not break even that people didn 't pony up at the end because you know you 're taking on all the risk yourself never Wow
2: um, every single weekend i 've done has turn to profit obviously some greater than others sure um but it but see for me it's you know if you're a professional golfer and you're on the pga Mm -hmm. tour male or female uh, when you start a tournament on thursday morning you've got no guarantee of a nickel that's true Uh, you've got no guarantee of making the cut and so for me at three o'clock on a Friday afternoon, I've got to let go of whatever ideas I might have. And I've got to serve the best of what this group needs and wants. Yeah. And what, however the gate falls, the gate falls. Now every weekend has been profitable,
1: but I hardly care
2: about the gate
1: it's interesting. I bet you you are probably having so much fun on those weekends and being of such service during those, it probably just fills you up. It, it does. Um, now, I'm a business
2: guy. Sure. But what has happened... I mean, every weekend has been profitable, some more than others, but it's the most fun I have. It's the most impacted influence that I have in this world. Hmm. It's the longest lasting uh, ripple effect of influence. But the, the, you know, I tend to get one to four coaching clients out of every achiever circle. The advocacy that has been born out of the achiever circle, um, I started a foundation for young entrepreneurs, and every year we give three $3,000 grants to entrepreneurs under 30. Um, the donations I've got for my foundation, they, the somebody who who comes calls a year later and says, and says, uh, "Mark, I want to recommend you for the opening keynote speech for the ABC." you know, annual meeting, Um, somebody calls and says, I want to get a hundred copies of your little book, growing your business. So when when I think about the lifetime impact of, of every weekend I've ever done, um, it's nothing short of
0: astounding. Wow. Mark, thank you again for sharing so much. And I love your openness, you know, it proves your open heart and this is about service, you know, it comes through in every conversation we have, and it has in all our conversations today. The Achiever Circle is an amazing concept. And what I really loved about it, forget the details, which are important, was you said, this is your life's work. Hmm. Yeah. And that's the phrase I'm taking away from that. And people can have the opportunity to be a part of your life's work. Uh, And all they need to do is learn more about it. So how do they do that, Mark?
2: Um, You can go to uh, uh, MarkLeBlanc.com, M-A-R-K-L-E-B-L-A-N-C.com, or send me an email address, uh, Mark, M-A-R-K, at GrowingYourBusiness.com. Thank you for being here, Mark.
0: Thank you and blessings to you on your journey. Thank you so much. If you like this podcast,
1: you'll love the Cartavera Tribe. The Cartevera Tribe is a community of growth-committed leaders who want to connect, engage, and grow themselves, their people, and their businesses. Cardivera is a leadership development ecosystem with training, coaching, assessments, and events to challenge you and help you grow. And the Cardivera Tribe is a membership like none other. You'll get live access to Craig and Jeff where you can ask questions as well as masterminds where you can get answers from other leaders who've already solved your greatest challenges. You'll have access to additional interviews and a variety of courses, Tools and resources to help you achieve your biggest goals. We have monthly game days where we have challenges and competitive games to help you grow your leadership capabilities. And you'll get a personal growth Sherpa who will guide you to help you reach your growth goals. To find out more, go to Cartavera.com. That's C A R D I V E R A.com. See you on the inside.